Music marks the times of our lives, reminds us of days gone by, and inspires today's and tomorrow's hits. Hi, I'm Dee Dwayne, and welcome to The Real Deal, spotlighting the best music and the biggest artists of yesterday, providing an insight of just what made them so great. You're about to find out how to become royalty in the music business as we proudly present and focus on the life and music of the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. For starters, not only does it take an unsurpassed talent and years of hard work, but it also takes focus and continuous persistence. Aretha Franklin's career spans over four decades of recording, touring, writing, producing, and singing like none other. She has won just about every award possible, but most of all, her music has won the hearts of millions all over the world. She has performed for kings, queens, and presidents, and she continues to remain a vital force in the music of today. We are most proud to present the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, right here on The Real Deal. Aretha Franklin was born on March 25, 1942 in Memphis, Tennessee to Barbara and Clarence LaVon Franklin. Her father, who went by the nickname C.L., was a preacher while her mother was an accomplished piano player and vocalist. Aretha began her career singing gospel at her father's church as a child. When Aretha was 14, her father began managing her, bringing her on the road with him to perform in various churches. He helped his daughter get signed to her first recording deal with JVB Records, where her first album, Songs of Faith, was issued in 1956. Eventually, in 1960, at the age of 18, Aretha began her secular career recording for Columbia Records. Here's Aretha discussing the beginning. I used to travel with my father, who is the Reverend C.L. Franklin. He records for chess, by the way. And um, I decided I did want to switch from gospel to pop. So he took me to New York. We made some demonstration records uh, in Detroit. And after we got to New York, we started leaving them at different offices. And in turn, I got a contract with Columbia Records. And just started happening. Columbia Records wasn't successful in zeroing in on Aretha's sound, so in 1967, Aretha was signed to Atlantic Records and began working her debut album for Atlantic. A lot of hard work and planning went into this album as they were trying to locate and define Aretha's sound. One of the reasons for some of the hits at, at Atlantic was my gospel background being merged with the popular or R&B stylings. So I think that certainly, along with company promotion, etc., had something to do with the records being successful. My first big record there was I Never Loved a Man. That was my first million-selling record. I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You. A major hit right off the bat. I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You became a defining song for Aretha in that it became the first big hit of her career. The song peaked at number one on the Rhythm and Blues charts and number nine on the pop charts. Here's the song that started it all, I Never Loved a Man, on The Real Deal. Keep telling me that you ain't. 
Aretha's Time to Shine, and on February 14, 1967, Aretha recorded a song written by Otis Redding that would not only take her career to new heights, but it would change the landscape of popular music. It would even go on to impact the 1960s women's rights movement. I'm talking about R-E-S-P-E-C-T. My name is D. Dwayne, and you're listening to The Real Deal. shot to number one on both the R&B and pop charts and later became Aretha's signature song. The song was later hailed as a civil rights and feminist anthem and Aretha was just getting started. Aretha's debut Atlantic album, I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You, also became commercially successful, later going gold. Aretha scored two more top 10 singles in 1967, one of which was Baby I Love You. If you want If you really do 
hard work paid off. And the writers, musicians, producers, and Aretha, they did it. They found her sound. They found her sound and they are on a roll. Her next hit was a song written by Carol King and Jerry Goffin. You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman reached the number eight spot on the Billboard Hot 100. It became another signature song for the Queen of Soul. And you're listening to The Real Deal. Looking out on the morning rain I used to feel so uninspired And when I knew I had to face another day things that you as well as I probably didn't even know about Aretha Franklin. Number one, Whitney Houston's mom, Sissy Houston, formed a group in 1963 called The Sweet Inspirations. They sang background vocals for Aretha and many other great artists of that day. In fact, that's Sissy Houston singing that high note on Ain't No Way. Number two, although not blood related, Aretha and the Houstons are like family. She was Whitney Houston's godmother, and Whitney often called her Auntie Ree. Number three, Aretha Franklin was inspired by singer Sam Cooke to become a pop artist. Number four, Barry Gordy, founder and owner of Motown Records, offered to sign Aretha to Motown. But Aretha's dad felt that Motown just was not established enough at that time. Turned him down. Mm -mm -mm. Number five, 
Aretha's sisters, Irma and Carolyn, were also professional musicians and often sang background on Aretha's hits. In fact, it was Carolyn Franklin who wrote, Ain't No Way. My name is Dee Dwayne, and you're listening to The Real Deal. In 1968, Aretha Franklin released two top-selling albums, Lady Soul and Aretha Now, which included some of her most popular hit singles. Reaching the number one spot on the R&B chart and staying there for four weeks, Chain of Fools went to number two on the pop chart in January of 1968. Aretha won the Grammy Award for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance and later a Grammy Hall of Fame Award. Mm-hmm. 
My name is Dee Dwayne, and you're listening to The Real Deal. Image went through rapid changes throughout her career. During the 1960s, she was known for wearing bouffant hairdos and extravagant dresses that were sometimes surrounded in mink fur or feathers. In the 1970s, embracing her roots, Aretha briefly wore an Afro hairdo and Afrocentric style clothing admired by her peers. In the mid 1970s, after dropping weight, Aretha began wearing slinkier attire. By the 1980s, she settled on wearing nightgowns and extravagant dresses. Here comes the 1970s Aretha, released in 1970 and selling over 1 million copies, here's Don't Play That Song, which was included on Aretha's 21st album, Spirit in the Dark. Don't let it play it. 
the queen of soul. You're listening to The Real Deal. My name is D. Dwayne. Now, Aretha Franklin is a very private person who prefers to keep her personal life private. She describes herself as domestic and just the lady next door who likes to clean and loves to cook when she's at home. Right, Aretha? I'm the lady next door, okay? When I leave the stage, I'm the lady next door. I do my own washing and ironing and cleaning the house. I'm a domestic goddess. A domestic goddess, and by this time also an R&B diva. It has been rumored though that Aretha wrote this next song about Temptation singer Dennis Edwards. Hmm. Released in 1972, here's Daydreaming on The Real Deal. They say that the true test of a person is revealed in how they handle adversity. And believe me, Aretha has weathered many storms. On June 10, 1979, Aretha was performing at the Aladdin Hotel in Las Vegas when her father was shot twice at point-blank range in his Detroit home. 
After six months in the hospital, the Franklin family brought their father back to his home with 24-hour nursing care. The shooting had left CL in a coma. Aretha moved back to Detroit in late 1982 to assist with the care of her father who passed away on July 27, 1984. Times were changing for Aretha as well as the taste of music buyers. Her sales were down at Atlantic and she knew it was time to move forward. In 1980, Aretha signed with Clive Davis and Arista Records. Here's Clive defining Aretha's new sound. Look for material that Aretha could show that she is contemporary, uh, that she can reach people of all ages, including teens, uh, and that would not be a bastardization of the integrity of her art form. Clive Davis enlisted Luther Vandross to produce Aretha's new album, give her a newer, fresher sound, and kick off her comeback to the charts. Luther did just that in 1982. He and Marcus Miller wrote Aretha's comeback smash hit. Here's Jump To It on The Real Deal. We have a 
lot of fun, don't we, girl? Dishing out the dirt on everybody and giving each other the 411 on who drop kick two this week. You know what I'm talking about. When the baby girl jumped it in Jump to it allowed Aretha to reach an entirely new audience as it stayed at the number one spot on the R&B charts for seven weeks. Whew. The Queen of Soul was again back on top, and in 1985, she won her 12th Grammy with Freeway of Love. My name is Dee Dwayne, and you're listening to The Real Deal. Come 
In January of 2009, Aretha Franklin made international headlines for performing at President Barack Obama's inaugural ceremony. In 2010, she accepted an honorary degree from Yale University. Aretha is now signed under RCA Records and is currently working again with Clive Davis. A new album is currently in the works, as well as a movie on her life and career. Right now, and we have come a long way with it. I've got three deals on the table. And uh, one of them offers everything that I have asked for. It's just a matter of negotiation now. But they're giving me the creative control. I think that they are credible people. And of course, I have to know that before we start anything, that they're legitimate, credible. They have over a $40 million budget. And I'm with that. I'm with that too, Aretha. Aretha Franklin has won a total of 18 Grammys and is one of the best-selling female artists of all time, having sold over 75 million records worldwide. Aretha has been honored throughout her career, including a 1987 induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, in which she was the first female performer to be inducted. She was also inducted in the UK Music Hall of Fame in 2005, and also in 2005, she was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom which was the highest civilian award in the United States. In August 2012, Aretha Franklin was inducted into the GMA Gospel Music Hall of Fame, and that's why, that's why she's queen. I'm going to close our presentation with one of my favorite songs by Aretha. Here's Ain't No Way on The Real Deal. It was for me. 
The Real Deal is produced by Melody Productions, and we welcome your comments and ideas for future shows. Hit me up at the D Man, that's the D, M as in Mary, A as in Apple, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, the D Man, 524 at hotmail.com, and I'll hit you right back. Always keep it real, and thanks again for listening to The Real Deal.